Welcome to your headquarters for knowledge and helpful advice on a variety of topics, all from trusted experts in their fields. It's time for River City Podcast. Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit founded in 1970 as part of the Economic Opportunity Act to fight poverty. For the past 50 years, Thrive Virginia has supported the well-being of families to ensure that all area residents can reach their full potential and contribute to their communities. By maximizing the well-being of all, Thrive Virginia helps our communities thrive. Today, we're talking to Angela Crawley, who is the Early Childhood Education Director for Thrive Virginia. Angela, welcome to River City Podcast. Hi. Good morning. Thank you. Tell us a little bit, Angela, about what the focus is with families that you work with through the Thrive organization. Our focus is to work with parents prenatally or who have young babies. We try to get them into our program prenatally and we can work with the families up until the children enter school or the age of five. Our primary focus is to prevent child abuse and or neglect. Amazing. And what type of things do you do with those families in that regard? We provide intensive home visiting services for these families, and we work with trying to create a positive relationship between the parent and the child. I love it. You know, it's just so crazy. We were talking the other day about how when you become a parent, there is absolutely no handbook that's given out. And I had my first daughter at 22 years old. I had no idea. I couldn't even believe they were handing me the baby at the hospital to take home. And thankfully, I had a friend who was a little bit older and had already had a child. And she came over and literally set up the nursery as it would make sense for a newborn baby. She got everything organized. She taught me how to do the wrap. And I think about people that don't have that friend or that family member. How do you know anything? So it's amazing that you do that because once you know what to do, then there's a level of calm and less stress so that you're going to be more present and less likely to have issues that could cause harm to a child. Can you share with us some of the challenges that you're seeing right here in Virginia with families? Additional resources for our families are a challenge. Transportation in rural areas can also be a challenge for our families. A lot of services that they need, we have to go outside of the service area to get those services. And then that's when transportation come into play, which has been difficult. But we do provide transportation as needed when we are able to for our families to ensure that they get to at least their medical appointment. Yeah, because when you're in the city, obviously you have opportunity to take a bus or or whatever you need to do. In Northern Virginia, you have the opportunity to take the metro, but in these rural areas, there's nothing. Correct. And a lot of the services are outside of the area. So aside from transportation, what other community needs are you seeing? Safe and affordable housing is a major concern with our family. 
families, a lot of times we actually lose families because there's no affordable housing here. So the families have to move outside of the service area to obtain housing for their family. A lot of times these are young mothers just kind of really starting out. So there's no housing here. The families that we do keep in the program, they do have housing. Some of them are really not what you would call safe housing. And then we have a number of families who are renting homes that's really not affordable to them. So they have the challenge every month just trying to keep their rent paid. Yeah, especially these days. I mean, I've been in Virginia about 20 years and the last 10 years, I used to be people were moving into different parts of Virginia because it was so affordable in comparison to other parts of the country. And now we're just as bad as everywhere else. Yes. What are some employee stories you can talk to us about with some of the families that Thrive has helped in Virginia? The family support specialists trying to find resources to help families pay their rent to keep them in their home to prevent homelessness. At times, we will have to pay, assist with payment for hotel stays because the family is unable to find housing here. A lot of times, we provide stipends or cards to assist families with additional food. A lot of our families receive SNAP benefits, but it's really not enough at times to go through a whole month. So therefore, we seek resources to get them additional food for their homes, food card or just groceries that we will take out to the families. Gas cards has been a great need too, just to assist the families with getting to their appointments, especially their medical appointments with the increasing gas prices has been a challenge for a lot of our families. Aside from rent, the workers have also helped the families get assistance for utilities, be it gas, electric bill, water bill. Some of them have cut off notices or some of them, you know, may have even been disconnected. So I know the agency actually spends a lot of money in helping families with utilities. We provide diapers, wipes, and clothing if needed to the families that's in our program. We can provide those things that'll take a little of the stress off of our families because part of our job is to try to decrease the stresses that's going on in the family, in the homes. A lot of stress can lead to other things, you know, maybe even lashing out at the kids and not really meaning to. Part of our job is to reduce as many stresses as we can. We try to also refer our children to other things like Head Start and Early Head Start. Early Head Start, some of our parents that have not been able to seek employment because of the high cost of child care. Early Head Start helps with that because the children are actually in a daycare setting. So that program has really helped our parents to be able to seek employment. Yeah, and I would imagine that also prepares the children themselves for being more ready for kindergarten by having yeah. that social exposure and somebody reading and doing art and things like that that maybe their parents aren't able to do. Definitely. 
We also provide the children in the program with developmental screens. We want to make sure that they are ready for kindergarten or preschool. The developmental screens give us an idea if there are any suspected delays. And if they are, we refer the families for further screening and evaluation. And that particular organization works with the children as well as the home visitors, the family support specialists, to make sure the children are ready when it's time for them to enter school. Another challenge out in this area with our families is mental health services. The services are here for them, but I think the stigma of mental health within a rural area continues to linger. So it's been challenging for us to get these families to seek mental health services. We are determined if we can get them to get mental health services and support that we can move the needle in a positive direction and the work that we are doing with them. I'd imagine that's not only an underlying cause for some of the struggles families are having, but then it's also because of the struggles that families are having financially and otherwise that that actually leads to depression and things like that. Have you seen a, a rise in some of those issues since the pandemic? Yes, definitely. At least it's being talked about now more openly, I think. That was one benefit. Yes. Angela, one thing that really helps in life is setting goals. How do you encourage families to set goals? We encourage all families in the program to set goals. When they set goals, they list steps that would help them reach that goal or any barriers that may prevent them from reaching that goal. And as we take the steps towards reaching that goal, we celebrate with them as each time they meet a goal or meet one of the steps in the goal, we celebrate with them to keep them encouraged to continue to try to reach their goals that they set. This helps empower families and let them know that they're their child's first educator, their child's first everything. So you're really helping them take kind of of ownership of their own mission in life, where if you set goals for them, it's kind of your goals. So you're helping them figure out what their own personal goals are, and then just really kind of being a cheerleader and celebrating accomplishments, it sounds like. Exactly. Phenomenal. I mean, we could all use that. Definitely. Um, We also encourage our parents to take leadership roles within their communities, in the school systems, if they have children in schools, through their faith-based organizations. We just want to empower them in any way that we can. So we encourage parent leadership, even when it comes to our organization. We want them involved in the activities or in the planning for our program as well as our agency because they know themselves better and the community better. Well, I think it'd be amazing, and maybe you guys do this, but when families do kind of get where they need to be and they're they're striving and doing well to come back and, and help other families as a means of giving back to Thrive once they've accomplished all their goals and then help families that are still trying to get there. Yes. Well, so you are a nonprofit, and that means that you guys are doing everything, most of the times, 
on a shoestring. How can the community help your organization do what you do? Just support receiving referrals from the community for prenatal and new parents because we don't want to miss anybody and miss the opportunity to share with them some of the great work that we do and also be a major support for these families. Community organizations welcome to donate items such as food, personal care items, baby items, clothing, all those sort of things to help us increase our pantry so that we can provide the families with those things as needed. What's the best way if people want to donate items specifically to get them to you? They can go to our website. And then the other thing, of course, is just financial donations for people that are looking for communities to support. I'm sure every dollar makes a difference. Yes, it does. Well, Angela, thank you for sharing more about Thrive and all the awesome things you're doing for families across Virginia. Go to thriveva.org or call area code 804-362-6835. And then for Thrive's 24-hour confidential hotline for domestic violence, please call 877-966-4357. And Angela, thank you again so much for being on River City Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to River City Podcasts. If you're interested in setting up a podcast for your business, go to rivercityconsulting.com 